Hello and thank you for listening to the Zajo ZU live interview. My name is Maryam Al-Awadi. In this interview, I talk to Badr Najib Al-Awadi, Emirates' youngest chef, on April 4, 2015. Here's what he had to say. So, can you introduce yourself, please? Uh, my name is Badr Najib Al-Awadi. Uh, I'm an 18-year-old entrepreneur. Yes, thank you. And, uh, I've started baking or having a passion for cooking when I was around 13 or 14 years old. So what's the secret behind your passion toward baking and how did it all start? Uh, it all started back when my mom always used to bake uh, cakes and desserts for other people's houses and for gatherings. So one day I decided to actually go and help her just to mess around the kitchen, but <laughs> it turned into a passion. It like backfired, but in a good way. So from there, uh, basically... Everything started growing more. Why are you basically interested in desserts rather than any other types of food? Because I think that uh, dessert is the way to end every meal. And basically, eating a meal without having a dessert, I think that there's no point of it. Uh, <laughs> and especially, for example, when there's someone, you get them like a burger or, for example, you get them flowers or anything as a gift, they're like, oh, okay, wow. But when you get them a dessert, they're like, oh my God, that tastes yeah. good. Yeah, it leaves a longer impression. <laughs> How did you improve your skills? I'm sure it was somehow difficult at the beginning. Yeah, uh, I improved myself by books. Well, of course, first my mother, then books. And YouTube was basically my biggest inspiration. And many like YouTubers who cook, I always used to watch them when I'm bored. Even if I'm not like cooking anything, I'm just watching people cooking for no reason, <laughs> wasting my time. Uh, I haven't taken main courses, but I've taken some courses for like specific events. Mm -hmm. um, for example, when we had the Dubai World Hospitality Championship, uh, I trained in Zabi Sarai for one day, uh, and then for the second year, uh, we were part of the UAE national team, and there I trained in uh, Zabi Palace as well. Oh. So those were like uh, great experiences. So you're a self-taught chef? Yes, you can say that. Interesting. <laughs> uh, what makes you different than any other chef here, here in UAE? Um, well... For example, uh, first of all, as I said, I'm not a chef, so we can say that every other entrepreneur who wants to become a chef. Uh, I would compare myself mostly to the guys, uh, because I found out that there are not many guys. If the, I compare myself to the girls, they're going to beat me 100%. <laughs> Mashallah, <laughs> any of their creativity is unbelievable. But when it comes to guys, we only have like two or three main chefs in the UAE, and they're all like... With all due respect, they're older than me. So they're like in their 30s, well, actually not their 40s and above. So I believe that uh, their sense of passion and their sense of style is a bit in the past. Mm -hmm. So what we do is bring new things to our dishes, even if we're creating like uh, UAE dishes or local traditional dishes. So we that's give how it your recipes touch. are unique. Yeah, well. and I love to, <laughs> thank you, I love to also work with like Marathi fusion as well. Can we mix cuisines together? Yeah, for example, we bring, for example, uh, French eclairs, and we add just a single touch of like UAE okay. ingredients, such as uh, cardamom or zafran, and it changes the whole dish around. Yeah, that's really good. Uh, how do you, from where do you get your inspirations for new recipes? Um, 
it mostly depends on whether what I'm baking for. If I'm baking for myself, it depends on what I'm <laughs> craving. Uh, if it's for, for example, YouTube, Instagram, and Snapchat, it depends on what people are looking for. For example, now I've always, uh, on Snapchat, I found out that people are looking for easy recipes that they can actually cook after 10 p.m., which is basically a bit late to have dinner. Because, for example, when I was in Thailand, I just came back from Thailand, yeah. uh, we were staying up late, we were all friends, and every day for some reason at 2 a.m., the guys were getting hungry. It happens uh, all the time. Yeah, every day. I don't know why 2 a.m. So and everyone. then that time was 11 p.m. in Dubai. Yeah. Okay, so I was like, I was cooking Asian in Andy. Like, I was cooking things, uh, I was making up things, even like pastas that I was cooking. Mm -hmm. For example, pink pasta. I never cooked pink pasta, but I thought, how would it be? And I would just make up a recipe. Mm -hmm. And then as I was going, I was actually Snapchatting it. Yeah. And then I found out that uh, people are actually loving uh, that because it's genuine. It's like one-on-one -on -one and there's no like editing or anything. Okay, they love watching YouTube because it's there's like a storyline and it's very artistic. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you have seen it, but there are like themes and... For example, one episode was about I was a waiter and blah blah blah. So it's like I make it more like like a movie. Yeah. So something that would be fun to watch, even though you don't you don't want to cook. Mm -hmm. So many people watch my videos because they don't really want to cook. But uh, on Snapchat, it's it's more genuine. It's like uh, I'm mixing this, I'm mixing that. This falls and breaks. Blah blah. blah. It's fine. Yeah, they can yeah, see everything. I saw, when I saw your videos. I saw that you're enjoying what you're yeah. doing. So you introduce your recipes to the people through YouTube and channels? YouTube, Instagram, and uh, Snapchat. And how do you get their feedback? Yeah, for Snapchat, it's like uh, instant feedback. Mm -hmm. what, that's what I love about it, especially when I'm cooking. At the same time, they have oh, yeah. questions. And now I've even found out that while I'm cooking, they're actually cooking with me. Yo. So <laughs> that's like very nice, like we're cooking together. So that's basically how I get inspired on what to cook uh, when it comes to the people. And then when it comes to events, it depends on the theme of the event. Mm -hmm. For example, there was an event, uh, a design event by uh, the Marathi interior designer Khaled Shakar. Yeah. Uh, he had a new line introduced uh, about the seven emotes. Mm -hmm. Okay, and you can actually find uh, the pictures on my Instagram if you search the hashtag Marathi Fusion. So uh, he had a line of furniture and his inspiration was Burj Khalifa and the sand colors of the seven, seven emirates. Uh, I don't know if you know this, if you go to like uh, tourist places, there is this jar that has sand inside yeah, and it moves. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, this actually has a story behind it, but I never knew that. that each color represents an emirate. Of course, the ones that are sold in stores, they're fake. Yeah, so basically there's a specific color for each emirate. So there's like baby pink, there's like a dark blue, blah, yeah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. So he had this color for each emirate. Mm -hmm. I had to come up with a dish for each emirate. For example, Dubai is known for haris. Mm -hmm. I had to make a new dish out of haris, but the, the color has oh to be his sand palette. Must be difficult. Yeah. <laughs> for example, haris, which is gray, his color of the sand was dark brown. <laughs> So like I brought haris and I wrapped it with bacon and blah blah blah, so like weird stuff. But uh, that made me like really challenge myself. So that's like one of the things. Uh, that is presented the UAE in the Dubai World Hospitality Championship in 2013. Yes. And you gave classes to a live audience. Yeah. So tell me about it and what did you do in the event? Uh, for the master classes, uh, I hosted classes for two days. Mm -hmm. Both of them were in Marathi Fusion. 
the first one was uh, which I called Ash Sagar, which is basically like the nest of an eagle. Yeah. Uh, it was made out of a crepe mm-hmm. pouch that was filled with the balalia, or sweet balalia, and under it there was like uh, a type of uh, cream. So basically, and it was inspired by the balalia. Yeah. And the second day, I made uh, a date pudding. How the, was the reaction of the audience? I was actually very scared because it was my <laughs> first time doing a masterclass live. Mm-hmm. And second, the second thing is that I did not ex- expect so many people to be there, and they were all mothers. Oh. And most of them are like Mraqabad, and they're sitting. <laughs> I don't know who's who and who's who. So I'm just sitting there. Like yeah. So I couldn't see their expressions. So I was like, okay, they're all mothers. They're gonna say but they were actually very, very impressed and I was so happy with that and they even came and asked questions and I even learned many things from them so that was a great thing. Uh, even last year, in 2013, you judged a cake com- decoration competition alongside with uh, America's favorite cake decorator, Woody yeah. uh, Velastro. So tell me about the experience you had. So that was basically one of the dreams that I never even put it as a dream because yeah, I did not expect it to happen. Age, <laughs> yeah. So, Cake Boss uh, was one of the, actually, I think, yeah, he was the second chef that ever inspired me to get into cakes because I started with cakes. So, I've watched every season and every episode of his show and I was like a big fan. And then when I received an email that Buddy is coming to Dubai and do you want to be at his show, I went crazy. And then later, they sent another email that we want you to actually judge with him. Whoa. And then I think I fainted that day, but it was unbelievable. Like the experience, I even went there and I tried not to fangirl. <laughs> so I was just standing there and like... Uh, like you were nervous, right? Yeah, but it was, it was so much fun. It was like one of the best peaks, best uh, successes of my entire life. Moving to the challenges you faced along your journey. Uh, it is something rare for our society to have a male emerge chef and in a society who believe that cooking or baking is something meant for women and females. So have you been criticized or bullied for that and how did you come over these difficulties? Yeah, of course, uh, haters would always be there. Of course, at the beginning, it was much bigger. For example, when I got my first interview in Bayern magazine, etc., mm-hmm. they put like a copy online. So yeah. I would go check and search just like it was my first interview, so I would yeah. always go and check what people are saying. And I was shocked that it was all hate. Uh, and I remember even one comment was like, uh, what are you doing in the kitchen? Go back to your house and let your mother cook mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. So especially at a younger age, uh, I was getting very offended and I was uh, getting very angry. I was never replying to them, but I always thought, had the thought of actually stopping what I'm doing, uh, which I'm glad he didn't. Uh, haters are still there. There are less now, but I'm actually hoping for them to be more because the more haters you have, the more success you have. So right now, uh, I've changed the perspectives of many people, including my own parents. So I think I'm on the right So platform. they weren't agreeing with you at the beginning? Yeah, at the beginning, they were like... Uh, something to be ashamed of, I guess. Uh, especially it was, it was, it's like a really hard thing for your parents not to be proud of you, but uh, now they're like one of my they're biggest supporters. supporters. And what about your friends? Uh, well, <laughs> my, my friends were school, they were shocked at first. They were not against it, but they were shocked. But mm-hmm. uh, they also supported me as well. Has there been something like jealousy between them or like 
you have changed and you became popular and something. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone says you became popular. I don't really expect myself to be popular. It's just a number of followers on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, but what I try to always keep is that not to change. However, like the numbers go up. Uh, for example, I've seen like many people say, okay, when people like get followers and stuff, they stop getting interviews like from college students like they used to. Like I don't really get why not. Uh, that's like one way of actually uh, getting to know people who are your age and yeah, actually cool. getting yourself. It's like basically free advertisement for myself. Like you would go to classroom and present, <laughs> and I would get free advertisement. And third thing is actually helping them. Yeah. Like for example, if I think myself of myself, I'm still in university, and when I want to go, for example, to a firm and interview a business manager, mm -hmm. and he declines, you feel offended as an oh he's in a high position, mm -hmm. so he won't yeah. uh, reply, reply to me. I don't want to be someone like that. Uh, even on Snapchat, now that I started, mashallah, Snapchat has been growing bigger and bigger. <laughs> yeah. I try every night before I sleep to answer all of the questions. Of course, inshallah, in the future, if I reach like 100,000 followers or anything, it will be hard to do that. Yeah, like, yeah. I try to reply to as many people as I can just to show them that I still appreciate them. It doesn't mean that khalas, I use them to get to where I am today and khalas, I forget them. Do you get They're, annoyed by that? Never. Uh, I actually love especially because on Snapchat, they always, always ask me questions about myself, about cooking, mm -hmm. about, uh, for example, problems they're having. And uh, this shows that they actually believe in me and they actually look up to me. And yeah. I have to reply to them to keep my image as an, uh, someone to look up to. Mm -hmm. uh, I want to keep a legacy of however or how, you know, uh, how high you reach, you always have to stay down to earth. Yeah. <clears throat> You're 19 years old, right? Yeah. That means you're a student too. <laughs> so, what's your major? I'm currently in Dubai Men's College, mm -hmm. uh, majoring in business. I'm not sure what in business yet, I have to choose next year, but uh, yeah, so far I'm in business. So, how can you relate business to baking? They're so different. Right? <laughs> Actually, they are very, very alike because if I'm gonna open up a cafe, I'm gonna yeah. open up a restaurant, I'm gonna need a business basis. Uh, I wouldn't want to hire someone who will just <laughs> cheat me out of my money and run yeah. away. So a business basics is always good for everything, whether you're doing interviews, you're doing, uh, you're opening up a new business, you're traveling somewhere. Business is basically needed everywhere for success to happen. And how can you manage your studies and do your hobby at the same time? Uh, of course, studies come first. Uh, that's what I always tell whoever asks me this question, but man, I don't follow it. <laughs> I'm always baking for it and studying second. Even during exams, believe it or not, I sometimes study while I'm cooking. I'm like mixing something and I'm just reading oh like marketing God. strategy. Da, 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 da. <laughs> it helps Any concentrate? Yeah, it actually, in, in the kitchen, I'm like at my most comfort zone. So, yeah, I do go to baking to actually feel comfortable when I'm stressed during mm -hmm. exams or anything. Uh, heard that you make uh, miniature figurines. Is that right? <laughs> Is that right? Used to, yeah. Oh my god, that's really amazing. <laughs> so you're not just baking or making that's cakes? That's how it started actually. No, so how, how, for how long have you been doing this? Uh, I don't remember, but uh, when I started figurines, I started in Tajr al which is the young entrepreneur competition. Yeah, yeah. From there, uh, Think Up GCC inter uh, interviewed me, and then I told them about my passion of baking. Then mm -hmm. that's how my career of baking started. But I kept on going with the figurines into Comic Con and etc. And then from there, uh, I got introduced to something called fondant. Mm -hmm. It was like uh, 
marzipan or a sugar paste, yeah, yeah. which you always sweet. see on wedding cakes yeah, and yeah. birthday cakes. Mm -hmm. So uh, on YouTube, I saw that people actually make figurines out of that. So I had the idea, if I love baking mm -hmm. and I can make figurines that last forever, why, why not do the same thing, but it can actually be edible, yeah. just like twice <laughs> as good, <laughs> if you like it and then you can eat it. So that's how I got, I basically linked both of them together. Uh, what have you created so far? Uh, what do you mean? The figurines? Yeah. Um, I've actually created many things. Uh, <laughs> I remember I was doing miniature foods, macaroons, donuts, etc. Those were always like the biggest sellers when I was in those exhibitions. Mm -hmm. uh, macaroons, I remember they always, the macaroon rings, they're yeah. always like selling out fast. Oh, so you were selling them too? Yeah, yeah. and the uh, Young Entrepreneur Competition and Comic Con, they were both, I was selling them basically. Mm -hmm. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, are, were they accepted by the audience? Or what, what, was, what was their reaction? Yeah, they were actually very accepting. They were accepting it so much, which now actually I never thought of that. You actually made me think of it. That it's weird that they were accepting a guy making accessories, yeah. but not a guy who cooks. <laughs> uh, so that's like one great factor. <laughs> if I ask you to describe yourself in just three words, what would you say <laughs> and why? <laughs> Unorganized, <laughs> passionate. <laughs> um, I'm not sure, Salah. Like I consider myself bipolar. In the kitchen, I'm something, and with my friends, I'm something, and with my family, I'm something. But uh, in general, as you see yourself, <laughs> I'm hoping. Well, I'm hoping that if I ask people, they would say inspiring, passionate, and a risk taker. Badr, you as a chef, how far are you willing to go with your hobby? Uh, inshallah to become, to actually get a certified degree as a chef. Yeah. And to be, to open up, inshallah, a restaurant or a cafe, even mm -hmm. if it's worldwide. Um, to represent the UAE, that was one of my dreams, which I'm basically doing right now. Mm -hmm. uh, I've represented the UAE in the Dubai World Hospitality Championship yeah. when I did the master classes. For the second year, I was a part of the first UAE national team, mm -hmm. Marathi national team, and we took the first place uh, over all Arab countries, and the other countries even had like professional chefs, <laughs> so that was good to actually win, all of us being uh, amateurs. And then I represented the UAE in Riyadh. Uh, I hosted the master classes when they had Castle uh, Khalij. Khariji Cup, so they, are, uh, they invited me because uh, the Prince of Riyadh wanted to uh, do extra things other than yeah. other than uh, mm -hmm. so they brought like a chef from each country to represent their country, so I was like for the UAE, mm -hmm. and I went there and I hosted classes for three days, so that was like one of my biggest achievements. And uh, the end, what would you say to all of the young people out there? Um, go crazy. <laughs> uh, well, focus on your studies because uh, I was going to actually leave my studies and I wanted to go straight to culinary and my parents were totally against that yeah. and I'm glad they were actually against it because business is actually really helping me uh, build like a basis, uh, especially that if I get a culinary degree, it's not like something that's very popular in the UAE, yeah. so it could all go wrong and I would end up without a career. Uh, and then... 
never listen to how people crit- criticize you. Well, actually, listen to them mm-hmm. and then prove them wrong yeah, and then create more haters. <laughs> the more haters you have, yeah. the more successful you're going to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then, Najib Al-Awli, thanks for your time and thank you for you're sharing welcome. your story. And thank you for having me and choosing me as your